This week's episode's all about our favorite songs from television shows, so we'd like to take an hour just sit right there as we count down our five favorite theme songs from popular 90s sitcoms. I liked it. <laughs> Word. Or I'll just get it on the first try. What? Booyah. <laughs> That's how we do it. One take, Blake. That's what they it call rhymes. it. It rhymes, so it has to be true. That's... Is, did they get that from One Take McMahon? No, oh, maybe. <laughs> maybe One Take McMahon took it from me. He's like, this guy in Minnesota he only does it in one take. That's actually a pretty good impression. <laughs> I'm impressed. God damn it. I'm better than that kid. Doing it one take and then I'm leaving. I like it. Something like that. I don't know. So how have you been, sir? It's been a while since we've done this. It has. You know, I was thinking we should maybe introduce ourselves on the show. You think so? I think so. All right. Should we, like, introduce each other or should, like... Uh, let's, let's just do a couple dry runs, see what happens. We'll okay. see what sticks. Okay. Um, here, I'll, I'll start off first. Okay. Okay. So we're going to go, uh, and welcome to another episode of high fives sitting to my virtual right. He's not even in the room at all. Um, is Eric Carlson, Eric Carlson. How the hell are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm the good looking one and sitting to my virtual left. Um, he's not in my room either. It's Blake. Blake style. Number two in the, uh, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. Let's scrub it. Okay. Let's, let's rewind it. it. We're not let's doing go it. back. We're not going to do it. No, we're not going to do it because I started it. Like we, st- I do my normal open. Um, and I don't, that sounds a little rep- uh, repetitive. There we go. Uh, so you, 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 you take a stab at it too. See what it come up with. Um, okay. So, uh, Welcome to another episode of High Fives. I'm your host, Eric. And then you come in. And I come in and said, and I am Blake style. You know what? I hate the whole thing. Forget it. Yeah, it's not worth it. People yeah, can figure just, it out. They'll figure yeah, it out. Figure it out. You know, it's not like we sound it. It's not like we have identical voices. So no. We're, yeah. So it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I'm not even worried about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um. Seriously, though, how you doing? I'm doing well. We I'm haven't, not... like, talked in a while. I know. Well, the thing is, is, like, when we try to talk, um, my daughter has other plans. All right. So, that's the thing. But. it's It's been a while since we've talked, but it's even it's been even longer since we sat down to record one of these here uh, podcast episodes. These Pajama casts. Yeah. Which is weird. I don't yeah. know. Is it weird? No, I don't think it's weird. It's not weird. It's only weird if you make it weird. Don't make it weird. I'm not gonna. I'm not even go- not even gonna try. Good. I'm glad to hear it. Right. So, any big news since uh, the last time we recorded a podcast? You know, I can't even remember when the last time we did record a podcast was. It was. It was early December. Early December. Um. Um. I'm maybe possibly gonna be a father what is that 
is that the news you were hinting at? That is yeah, the news I was hinting at. We didn't talk about I think we recorded an episode after I knew, but it was before we were telling people. Exactly. So that's, yeah. So it's a little iffy on if we have, I don't think we mentioned it on the show before. No, we definitely but, haven't. Yeah, we definitely have See, not. I knew. I knew already before the listeners. Okay. Yeah. This isn't like. We, I'm not springing this on you right now, like live no. on the air. No. Exactly. So all this stuff that I'm going through with like scheduling and trying to get my kid to sleep so we can do this, you're gonna know what that's like soon. It's gonna be ten times worse. Yeah, you well, think not it's... ten times, two times worse. I'm not planning on having ten children. Well, do you know? Have you been to the doctor? Do they know that no. there's not ten babies in there? I haven't. I... <laughs> have that's they have point. they have they checked that there's not ten babies in there? They haven't. So um, the more important thing is what video games have you been playing? I have for whatever reason, have been drawn back into Borderlands 2, a game that came out in 2012, which... See, that's on the Xbox 360. It is, and I have no business playing it because I got like like six to nine Xbox One games over the holiday season. You know, funny thing is that, you know, Borderlands is sort of touted as this awesome co-op experience, but I basically only play it single player. It's the yeah. only other people I know that have it are you, and you don't really have a lot of time to play video games. And then Andy, who's been on the show before, I don't even know what his life is anymore. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. I I, I don't think uh, Scott over at the Nash cast uh, plays it. I don't know. I guess I never asked him. Um, he's never mentioned, like, I've been talking about it on Twitter for a while. And usually if I he's playing a game that I'm talking about, he will chime in and say something about it. But he's been pretty silent. So I'm thinking he doesn't play it either. Um, so it's probably going to continue to be a solo thing for me. Playing as an assassin right now, in yeah. case anybody's wondering. <laughs> I have like a fo- level 47 Mechromancer as well. That's the one that I didn't really like. Because like her, sh- her shields kept... Your shields keep burning out super fast. And I don't like it, and I screw die that. all the time. Screw that. Yeah, screw that noise, as Claptrap clap says. Um, I, you have a little bit of your own big news. Um, that I, I got hear. an Xbox? You Come on now. An Xbox? Xbox One? There you go. <laughs> well, I already and had you, the Xbox. That's not news. And you, you saying that sort of... Um, Kind of made the whole connect thing go crazy on my end. Oh no! <laughs> it brought up like the there now it's gone. Um, yeah, That's well, awesome. you've you've had, had, I don't think people have known that you've had the Xbox One since we recorded last, did we? I uh, lost your camera there. <laughs> yeah, you did because I said Xbox One again, and it's going <laughs> stupid. But yeah, no, I've been playing a lot of uh, Shadow of Mordor. It's a good game. I'm about halfway through that one. I really like it. I was surprised at how much I liked it. And uh, I just started today. I created my character for Destiny, which I'm really excited about playing more. You're the only one. I am? Yeah, I I think, like, on the planet, you're the only one looking forward to playing more Destiny. I thought thought that was a popular game, no? No, not really. It's, It's gotten a lot of, I don't know, there's a lot of people, by the sounds of it, that are, like, really into it but uh, there's a lot of criticism out there oh 
Well, I'm just, like, like I said, I just started, so I yeah. might not have gotten to the point where it's. Well, it's a lot of like. There's not a whole lot of um. What do you call it? like environments to explore? I think there's like four or five planets. I think there's Earth, and I think there's just four environments starting out. There's Earth, the Moon, and then two other planets. I I, I haven't gotten that far, and then after that. Um, it's just a lot of replaying those four areas to, um, gotcha. and you get apparently get through the story, quote unquote story. It's not very good, but you get through that pretty quickly, and then it's just a lot of grinding the same content over and over hmm. to uh, increase your level. Um, See, I'm really excited about what the story. I guess it seems cool to me, at least. Well, it it just. It's it reminds guess, me a lot of Mass Effect though. Yeah, but it just doesn't really deliver on from what I hear. Like I haven't played it all the way through, but from what I understand, it just doesn't deliver on a lot of that sci-fi uh, world that it sets up. And, gotcha. And um I don't know, I think us you um supposed to create like a strike team with you and two other of your, of your friends. So I got you then we'll just need to find some other sucker that wants yeah. to play this game. Yeah. Because apparently the last, sort of like the last boss is sort of, is, it's the raid. Um, it's supposed to be really sort of tricky and hard to get through and hmm. takes a couple, takes multiple hours to get through. Jeez. Yeah. So it's, and you're supposed to, um, not supposed to even try and tackle it until you get to like a super high level. And the way they level is weird too. It, um, like everyone has a base level uh, cap of 20 and then yeah. any but you can max out your character at 30 and that and to do that to go those extra 10 levels you have to um, like equip certain armor level that up and uh, hmm. the more yeah the more the better the armor you can get I, I guess the more you can level up up to that 30 I, I'm really kind of <laughs> sketchy on this part but what what is annoying a lot of people is once you max out armor and you find better armor you can switch obviously and level that up but you will lose your level oh like say you're sure, level sure. 20 say you're level 29 and you find like a better helmet you switch to that helmet and then you know all that yep and you'll drop down and that's another thing that people are sort of miffed about yeah, I can see that. Yeah. But I can see the other side too. The quit bitching and enjoy the game side of yeah. it. <laughs> if you if you like it, you know, it's just more shooting, I guess. Yeah, that's pretty much That's kind of what I like about it is it feels like the the multiplayer from Mass Effect. Except re- in first person. Exactly. Cuz you have all those like power-ups and special yeah. attacks and whatnot. Yeah. But it feels similar to that, so yeah. I like that. It plays real well. Like the you know, it's made by the same folks who made Halo, so, so. they know how to make FPSs, right? I actually just tried the uh, the Halo um, Master Chief Collection the other day. Yeah, it started out on Halo One. You know, plays all right. You know, for like a seven year old game. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know no, if I'd ever want to go back more through than those. That. Yeah, I don't know. They're fun, and you get achievements. I don't know. I don't know, man. 
<laughs> well, what do you think? Should we get into the high fives? Um, Did you have yes. more news? Did you have more stuff you wanted to talk about? I don't think people want to hear me talk about Borderlands 2 anymore. I could tell them that I, I dropped $140 on a um, four terabyte hard drive for my Xbox One. That's a good, but, I think that's a good purchase. It's, it is. Like, I've been able to just kind of load up all of my games on it and I can play them at my leisure. I get that it's sort of a bit of a trap because I basically turn it into a 360. And when you think like 360, you can just take a game, put it in, and it'll play. Right. That's basically just what I'm. Took me $140 to do that, but mm-hmm. I try not to think about it that way. Yeah, but I mean, you, do you want to like have to, you know, un, uninstall and reinstall every time? No, obviously I don't, but uh, I don't know. The whole thing is eh, maybe it should have. Maybe it should have came with a bigger hard drive. I don't know. They'll probably release another model of it in like three or four years that has like a terabyte hard drive or something. Or give you the option to play it off the disc. Yeah. Which I assume was probably difficult. That's why they made you upload it. Or Well, if you remember, they weren't supposed to be... Well, they were always supposed to be discs anyway, right. but the games were never supposed to play off of them. Like right. You were just supposed to put the disc in and it just downloaded everything onto the system and then you could just take the disc out and play the game whenever you want. But then there were a whole lot of bitching yep. and they completely changed everything that that system was supposed to be. And there were some pretty neat stuff that they were trying to do, but yep. people got, people got scared. Yep. So anyway, so they, they basically the whole, all that bitching just kept GameStop in business. That's all that really happened. Yep. And it kind of, I don't know. You know, stop the uh, the whole console thing from sort of progressing into the digital future. Yep, pretty much. Yeah, but that's an that's an argument for like last year. Exactly. Let's get into the high fives. Which this week is our high five favorite theme songs from '90s sitcoms. And now you may be surprised at what does and doesn't make the list. So be sure to stick around. Well, I mean. Because that's what the whole show is about, is the list that's coming up. So stick around for that. People listen to our show like people watch like Conan. Like they just stick around for the first part, like the monologue. I don't think so. I feel like I feel like we don't really get into a rhythm in our show until about like the number threes and twos in the list. That's true. Like the last (laughs) the last five minutes of the show are just that's all that's worth listening to all around. Right. That's the only thing worth listening to. The 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 rest rest of it's just garbage <laughs> all right well do you want to go first or do you want me to go first i don't uh, remember who went first last time fuck if i know uh you can go first okay um my f- number five 
is uh it's it's a it's a show that had multiple theme songs so i really had some trouble like deciding which one to go with but ultimately i went with uh the drew carey show cleveland rocks all this energy calling me back where it comes from it's such a crude attitude it's back where And I mean, part of the reason that this this ver- this song is the one that I chose is just because at the beginning where it's like ah ah, it's like the whole cast like running at like top speed out in the street. And this is back when Drew Carey was still fat, and that image is just awesome. He was fat, and he did not own a skinny microphone. He did not own a skinny microphone. Well, I don't want to. He might have owned. Yeah, one, you don't know that. He, I don't. He he didn't use one as regularly as he does now. True, that's true. May I say, I am I am surprised he hasn't run that show into the ground. I don't know how you could run that show into the ground. That's true. I mean, it's the same. It's, it's, I mean, the entire premise of the show is people guessing the prices of things in the supermarket. How can that's you true. like? I mean, that's the the height of what the show is. Well, so not supermarket, like, well, well it's some supermarket stuff. Yeah, you're right. Most most of the games is like that, and then you yeah. win you win big prizes. You don't win like detergent. <laughs> <laughs> detergent for a year, maybe. Yeah, but yeah, but the games themselves are usually like small items. Yeah, I from what I could tell, I think a lot of fans sort of. Uh, from the like the half a dozen episodes that I've actually sort of kind of watched out of the corner of my eye, if like someone just left it on in the room, um, a lot of the contestants sort of dig uh, Drew Carey in the spot. Like I was out when I heard that they were going to make the switch with the host. I was, you know, I think a lot of people were wondering if like how Drew Carey would do, um, but that I think he's done fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah. all you got to do is just be a nice guy. Yeah, show's I mean, not that's, canceled. That's really all you got to do to keep that show going. I do. But that's not, not the believe- show. That's not the show we we're talking about. We're talking what? about the Drew Carey show. Oh, the Drew Carey show. <laughs> you know, the one with Diedrich Bader and Ryan Stiles. Yeah, the good one. Yeah. And the girl that ended up being on Scrubs. Yeah, but her character. Oh, and see, now you're going to get me into talking about Scrubs again. So it's. <laughs> Uh, Drew Carey, like I was a pretty big fan of that show. Like I, I never watched it. I, I only <laughs> well, watched... yeah, you must have been a big fan. No, uh, hold... you know, let me finish. <laughs> I only watched it in syndication. Like I never watched new episodes. Gotcha. Is what I'm trying to say. Um, but that show got weird toward the end. Like I didn't watch the last season, but like I just saw one episode from uh, from late in the show's uh, uh, run. And it was like he got fired or quit from his department store job, which he, you know, spent the whole entirety of the uh, show working at. And he like, I don't know, it was weird. There was a different office, and hmm. I don't know if you you watched it that late into it either. No, I didn't. I didn't see it that late. I guess weird. Yeah, but even before that, like the show just sort of 
got goofier and goofier. Um, it killed like, off Mimi. <laughs> <laughs> well, like Mimi had mini Mimi when you know Austin Powers oh, yeah. was popular, and Ryan Stiles' character wanted to date the 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 small person who played mini Mimi. <laughs> Oh, that was weird. Uh, that might have even just been a one-off joke that they wanted to do. I just remember him asking her out and her just going, you try and kiss me and make it not look awkward. <laughs> and anyone who's seen the show or know who Ryan Stiles is, he's a tall man. He's a, he's a large feller. Yeah. You know, like He can't really lean down and kiss a small person and not make it look awkward. Hence the comedy. <laughs> but it also had Craig Ferguson on the show. Right. And that was he, before he had a show. He was a Scottish person playing an English person. Was he? Yeah, he was he, he is Scottish. Right. And he, he was English on the show. I don't know how easy it is for Scottish people to, to drop English accents, but he did it. I did not know that he was doing English, I guess. I I obviously haven't watched it in a long time. Mm-hmm. But I did not know that. I'm fairly sure because I think when I first heard him speak with his Scottish accent, I was sort of thrown aback. Hmm. Interesting. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, I had to decide between that or Five O'Clock World, which I also really liked. I don't know if I... Like, I've heard it. I just can't remember what it... Because I know that show has had multiple themes. Yeah. But it's a Five O'Clock World when the whistle blows. No one yeah. wants a piece of my time. Yeah, I remember it now. You made the right choice. <laughs> yeah, I like them both though. So, I I it, I did agonize over it a bit. But yeah, that's my number five. What uh, what show you have not coming to number number five spot? Well, I don't know. I feel like mine pale in comparison to that. <laughs> one. Um, my four and five spots are just sort of toss ups. Um. I go back and forth between which one. So I'll just, I think for my number five, I'll go with uh, Step by Step. This is, this is like, I think with like three or four of them, other shows that might make the list, like they're all made by the same group. It's like mm-hmm. the same exact voice in all of them. They were just pumping those out, man. Yeah. Like all those, I think ABC shows, like they all, like, yeah. So it was like this one and like Full House and <laughs> Full House sounded very similar to it. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people get those two themes sort of mixed up once in a while, which is crazy because step-by-step is in the step-by-step song. Exactly. They say it in the song. Step-by-step, day-by-day. Day-by-day. It's like the first first words of the song, isn't it? Step-by-step, day-by-day. Day-by-day. And that's all I know. (laughs) A fresh start over, a different hand to play. There you go. <laughs> we'll make it better the second, second time, time around. around. 
Yes. Uh, that's another show that got weird toward the end. You, you know, my favorite character was Cody, right? The cool, like, cousin that lived he in the van. He wasn't the cool cousin. He was the weird cousin that lived in the van. He was cool. He was cool, but he was also, he was the weird one. He was, he also starred in Kickboxer. He lived in a van in the, in the driveway. He wasn't yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He had all those cool biker friends. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Um, he yeah, that guy starting. I think the show, the movie's called Kickboxer. You know that? I did not know that. Yeah, and uh, they even uh, like I know he was in a martial arts movie. I think it was called Kickboxer. But I remember that there was an episode where he got to show off his skills. Oh really? Like he, yeah, he goes into this like really hole in the wall, dungy, dirty bar, mm-hmm. and I think he's probably getting uh, JT. JT's probably like getting drunk or something. I don't fucking know. But he like goes in and then like the guys there pick a fight with him and he like kicks people in the faces, throws people through tables. It was pretty awesome. I remember being pretty pumped about it. Nice. There was another episode that's kind of along the same lines. It was like the brunette daughter, like the really attractive one, was like in a fraternity party or something. Yeah. And they were were, like teasing her because she was a virgin or they were like, they were doing something because she's a virgin and uh, Cody shows up and like grabs like the, the head guy and like shoves him up against the wall. And he's like, what's your problem here, man? I'm a virgin. You're going to do the same thing to me. And he's like, no, man, no. <laughs> is that another one of those very special episodes? I think every episode of that show was very special. It probably was. <laughs> um, it was that show was basically supposed to be like a realistic take on the brady bunch right because pretty much yeah it was two divorced people who had three kids who came together and they all lived under one roof except like the mom didn't have three girls she had three girls and a a nerdy son and the dad had uh two boys yeah two boys and um a, a tom a tomboy which is a girl who likes sports. Yeah. Yeah. And then how are they ever going to get along? You never know. Week to week, they, you never know. You, yeah, you, you just don't. Anyway, I said that this was another show that got weird towards the end. Cody, the, the cool guy who lived <laughs> out back, um, he left the show. And so they brought in um, the foreign guy from Perfect Strangers. That is very. That's a weird choice to make. Yeah, and um, like I don't think I don't think he's foreign in real life, but he played. You know, in Perfect Strangers, he was a foreign guy, and in this show, he was also foreign, but in a different way. And he played like a sort of an effeminate hairdresser. Hmm. That I don't know. That's very weird. It wasn't really all that good. I just remember that the um, one of the older girls, um, bleach blonder, uh, you know. Yeah. Colored her hair, and I've I was very smitten when I was a child. Aw, <laughs> it was yeah. Anyway, I think I, I liked the tomboy in that show. I think well, she, she, she yeah, was the one that she, I liked. She grew up pretty well. <laughs> she she turned grew out up pretty she, well. Yeah, she turned <laughs> out. Uh, <it's, coughs> um. When I was looking at all the like theme songs on YouTube and stuff, I was checking out all the intro or the you know opening credits for them all, 
It's like, oh yeah, this show had all these people that I, I like feel like they should be still doing stuff, but I don't think many of them are. Yeah, it was. I don't think a lot of people who star in the sitcoms ever return for anything. Except like for even people in Friends. Yeah, a couple of them. Jennifer Aniston sort of has a probably came out looking the best out of them. Yeah, um, I would say so. Yeah, but let's not talk about Friends. Okay. Okay. Should we move on? Yeah. What's your number four? My number four is Married with Children. Love and marriage, love and marriage, go together like a horse and carriage. This, I tell you, brother, you can't have one without the An institute you can't disparage Ask the local gentry And they will say it's elementary Damn, I was wishing it was Friends and we could talk about Friends more often. Or no, more. Friends didn't make my list. God damn it, why? Because I've got five shows that I and like got the theme song better. Married with, married with Children? Yeah. Frank Sinatra. Is it, though? It, I think it is. Is it, though? Yes. Is it, though? I'm not sure now. All right, sing me a couple bars. Love and marriage, love and marriage. Go together like a horse and carriage. I love it. Print it. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, there's nothing to print. This is all digital. God damn. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, it kind of is like a a different setting because like it's got this you know crooner singing the song, and then the show is crude, so it's ah. like kind of like offsets it. But it also is kind of like you know these guys they, this they they stay married, they still love each other as much do as they? they hate to admit it, they do. Hmm. So it's, it, it kind of works and kind of is the opposite. I kind of watched that show a little uh, as a, as a youngin. I never really. Maybe it was just all over. I don't know. I don't really fall for that crude humor very often. Um, well, I think a lot of it was like that. A lot of the jokes were like about being married and like hating married life. So yeah, it really true. isn't something that like we would get until maybe like ten years from now. Right. Maybe when we're forty five and hate ourselves. And they had a son named Bud. Yep. I'm 30 and I'm I'm already not very fond of myself. So I think I think I'm ahead of the curve when it comes to that. So Dude, I've been hating myself since 1992. I'm old school hating myself. <laughs> uh, so um oh, and of course, it was the actoral debut of one Miss Christina Applegate. Yes. Um if you want to call what she did on that show acting. Right. I never really found her all that attractive on the show she was young and she was blonde that's all plus it was the yeah. late 80s early 90s yeah. so that's a completely different aesthetic than what, she, what's, I just what's remember, going on now like the first season or two i just remember her having like a very awful hairstyle mm-hmm. yeah the it big was hair. the yeah it was pretty awful and like spandex was big then like that's what the hot girls were wearing on tv for some reason 
one thing I don't know if you knew or the listeners know, but um, the lady who plays Peggy, who also went on to uh, uh, play, voice Leela on Futurama, actually wore a wig. Huh. That that was not her real hair. I, I think she's that. really yeah. I think she's really a brunette in real life. That's what she is on Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that's probably her real hair. That makes sense. What what I wasn't ready for, like, I guess, like, she played a lot older of a lady on Married with Children than she was. Because she is not nearly, I think if she was supposed to be as, if she was as old as she was in that show, I think she'd be really old now. <laughs> Yeah, I think she, well, I don't know. She might be, she might be in her fifties now. But if you compare her to uh, the guy who played Al. Yeah. I mean, I mean, look at what he looks like on yeah, Modern he, Family. I think he might've been playing younger than he was. <laughs> yeah. And she might've been playing older than she was. Yeah, I think so. Moral of the story is everyone should watch Modern Family. That is a great show. Yes, I would agree with that. I've missed out on like the last two seasons though. But that does not have a great theme song. Yeah, just kind of like a lot of theme songs are a lost art, really. (laughs) They'll come back. I think it like comes in waves. I don't know. I think now people are more focused on putting, getting more actual show out there. So like the the intros are short, and they're like five, ten seconds long. Yeah, but like whereas like. The thing is, is like it depends on who's making it because, yeah, yeah, like I can see people like wanting to get the more the show out and having more show. But if you think about it, like we remember these theme songs more than we remember the shows that are that they're about. True, but is that necessarily a good thing? I would say so. Like, I mean, if you're gonna have a theme song, I mean, like everybody that I know can probably sing the Family Guy theme song. That's true. Anyway, let's let's move on to your number four. Oh, we're still doing this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This is uh, the my one that can be switched back and forth with your number four. Right, right. I'm okay, I've changed my mind again. So step by step is now my number four. Oh, okay. So yeah. step by step. <laughs> yeah. Now uh my number four is the theme to family matters. And I don't mean the um Oh, what's the real? What's that first song they had? I, I just listened to it before the show. I don't remember what their first song was. I know I remember it was different though. Yeah, it's like another sort of. I just, it's on the tip of my tongue. Um, just listen to it. Fuck it! Now I can't even think of the one I'm talking about. <laughs> the one, the one that I remember from Family Members was uh, Family Matters, not Family Members. Uh, family matters was uh uh damn it all i hear is step by step <laughs> <laughs>
uh, room for you and room for me. Yep. Days gone by. It's the bigger love of the family. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one. Um, here, I, I just, I just need to check to see what that uh the other theme is, because it's like a really popular song. It's just like an old song. I'm gonna kick myself when. Oh, it's a what a wonderful world. Oh, really? Yeah. That's weird. It's like the the show starts out real slow with like. And I see trees of green, yeah, red roses weird. too. Yeah, it's you know I I would say a better song than what they chose, or from the one that's actually on my list. Yeah. But as far as like a theme for the show, I don't think it works at all. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. Um, this is the song that I always confuse with the Full House theme song. Yeah. But you see, this is like the black full house. Exactly. They but, even have like the extended family members living. Yes. Yeah. Even though um, they actually did have some black people on full house. Because I remember they like had a crossover with hanging with Mr. Cooper. Man, they had a crossover with family matters. Did they? Urkel shows up. I don't remember that. The whole the whole setup to that, well, I, I don't know why he, he comes for a visit, but uh, Stephanie like apparently gets new glasses, and she's super embarrassed to wear them. And then Urkel, uh, being a suspenders, suspender-wearing uh, nerd who also happens to wear glasses, like, teaches her that it's cool to wear glasses. And then she's like, yeah, I'll wear them. And then she never wears them again after that <laughs> But does she ask anybody if they've got cheese? I n- no. That was that was Urkel's things. Like, yeah, one of his things. Well, yeah, that and um, asking people if he did what he just did. Yeah, I don't think the cheese lasted very long. I know it's like got any cheese? Yeah, <laughs> that didn't last. That was not a catchphrase that was gonna last. I that's gonna be my new ringtone as you go and. Got any cheese? <laughs> that is about as good of a catchphrase as like the little chihuahua in the back with his head going up and down. Hey, you leave Freddie <laughs> Prince out of this. Uh, How dare you, sir? How dare you? So I remember this show like got later where Urkel became like this genius. He wasn't just a nerd. He was actually like a brainiac, too. And he created a way for himself to be cool. And become Stefan or Kel. <laughs> yep. Not only did he do that, though, but then he also cloned himself. And so he, he, we, you had regular nerdy Urkel. Steve and then Urkel. you had, Yeah, you had Steve Urkel. And then you had Stefan or Kel in the same episode, like the same show. And like he dated um, a girl on the show. And, uh, you know, Steve had his own like little accordion playing lady as well. That show got weird. Yeah. All these shows get weird. <laughs> and I, I remember seeing a video on Cracked where they're talking about how, like, the the mom on the show, like, changes after the first or second season. And, like, nobody mentions it. And, like, the kid, like, just disappears. They just stop showing him and nobody mentions it. 
Uh, the mom, the mom doesn't change, does she? Or am I thinking of Fresh Prince? Yeah, the mom changes in Fresh Prince. Oh, okay. Um, but the kid disappears in this one. The yeah, the kid like does the whole um, Happy Days thing where like she'll just go up, she just goes up the stairs at the end of an episode, and then she's just gone. <laughs> um, and then nobody talks about what she's doing. Or, uh, presumably, she's still like she's still there. Just nothing ever interesting happens to her <laughs> ever at all. So there's no reason for her to actually be on the show. Yes, she but never, I, I never sees any of the interesting things happening either. Right. I, I I'm kind of interested in checking to see if what that was all about. If there was some sort of contractual disagreement where she was leaving the show. Probably. She probably thought she deserved more money. And then they were like, bitch, you're like the middle child. Nobody gives a shit. (laughs) We only care about Steve Urkel and Laura. You're you're too. You're you're too old to be adorable and you're too young to be sexy. So you're in the dead zone. You're gone. You're either you're either happy with the money we're giving you or you're gone. (laughs) I like it. But yeah, other than, I mean, does anybody remember that show? Is there anything else other than, like, the Steve Urkel show? I don't think so. I mean, he kind of, like, you know, uh, Key and Peele just came out with, like, a pretty cool, well, not cool, but pretty funny sketch about it, about how, like, Urkel just kind of had a guest spot, and then he kind of just took over what that show was supposed to be. Yep. Um, he sure yeah. did. Yeah, it, and, it became and, the Steve Urkel show. Yeah, and like like I said, like he guest starred on Full House. Like it wasn't the cop who. Oh my God! Did you know? Speaking of Carl Winslow, Perfect Strangers a little bit ago. Did you know this was a spinoff of a off of Perfect Strangers? I did not know that. Yeah. Um. Um. Carl's wife was like their secretary on Perfect Strangers. I think. Weird. And like, yeah, and then they I actually this is a while ago now where I where I found this out and like looked at it. But like there's a whole sort of um episode where at the this is the end of the perfect strangers, I think, where she tells them that like she's gonna move somewhere with her family. And like, yeah, and it sets up the whole Family Matters TV show. That's crazy. It is crazy fucking crazy you know what else else is weird Mm. the guy that plays carl winslow plays a cop and like everything and everything well you're gonna tell the people where he first played a cop die hard die hard motherfuckers (laughs) but he was also a cop in family matters he was also a cop in ghostbusters so oh yeah i I do remember seeing him in Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, and he's always a cop. I think he's a cop in, like, everything he does. Talk about being typecast. Right? Right? All right, sir. You need to get this rolling, man. Okay. What's your number, what's your number three? All right, my number three is a show called Growing Pains. Show me that smile, okay. Show me that smile. Don't waste another. Spin 
And this is the show you might you probably remember the show is where Kurt Cameron got his start. Yes. Out of everyone that ever appeared on that show. <laughs> it's Kurt him. Cameron is the star. Yeah, he pretty much was the star. It was him and then uh who's the other guy? Who's the the, the adult? Alan Alan Thick. Alan Thick. Thank you. I think he's related to Robin Thick, the guy who humped Yeah, I think that's uh, Miley dad. Cyrus. Yeah. But yeah. Um those those are the two people that actually like seem to get any stardom out of that show. You do know Leonardo DiCaprio was on that show, right? Was he? Yep. Oh. He was sort of a mid series replacement or addition. He wasn't yeah, but he wasn't like a main character. I think he eventually was like in I think he was had like his, uh, his own name card at the beginning. Huh. Yeah. I never knew that. Mhm. Things you learn from your buddy Blake. I think he was like a friend, but he was like Ben's friend or something, right? Uh, I honestly don't know if he was mm. another cousin or a friend of Ben's or what. Um, I just know he was he was on that show. Hmm. Yeah, and I really remember nothing about this show other than that and the fact that Mike Seaver lived in his own apartment above the garage. <laughs> and that was like the coolest thing in the world. And the only reason you remember that is because Family Guy made a joke of it. No, I, rem- I actually remember no? that. And I remember no. an episode where he had a waterbed and it leaked. And he had to figure out what to do with it. That Mike. And that's what made me decide to not get a waterbed. It just, yeah, they seem logistically um, a pain. Like they'd be a pain. Yeah. And I've, my aunt had a waterbed. And I don't know how you sleep on it. You just lay on top of it. Oh, true. But like... I, like you sleeping on it by yourself, I, that could probably work. Trying to sleep in a waterbed with somebody else, in fucking possible. <laughs> the, I don't think the sleeping on it was really the problem. I think the problem was more um, trying to do other things you do in bed with someone else. No, man, the whole thing is yeah. I get, I get it. You're making a sex reference. That was probably awful. But like, in a, in a regular bed. If somebody's moving around too much, you have a hard time staying asleep in a waterbed. Fucking forget about it, son. <laughs> Somebody rolls over and you're you're just floating. Or you're, you're you're catching the chops. Somebody... <laughs> that was a choppy bed tonight. <laughs> it's like oh, it was just terrible. Just a bat. That's why they're. That's why they don't make those very much anymore. Yeah, and if your partner's overweight, you're gonna start getting white caps. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, a, is that like a normal thing? Do people say white caps? I remember we used to say so. it when I was a kid. And I don't I think, like, but I don't think I've heard that term for quite some time. How many people do you run into talking about rapids? Yeah, I suppose. But I guess I guess if I were a, more of a fisherman, yeah, it'd be more maybe. of a, more of let's a just thing. assume let's just assume you're in the right. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, I like the term either way. So Yeah. So even if you guys like Get a hold of us and tell us that we're wrong. We don't care. Yeah. They're white caps. Deal Suck with it. it. Deal with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. What's your number three, Blake? My number three is a bit of an unusual one. Because it's not not like instrumental or orchestral or even put together well at also, all. Also, this one wasn't on a network. 
It was not on the network either. It was on a little channel called Nickelodeon back when Nickelodeon was cool. Now this bullshit they got now is SpongeBob. Okay, SpongeBob's. That's some okay shit. <laughs> but I'm talking about way back when they when Nickelodeon was its, was an empire. It had its own like fucking had Snick. <laughs> Right, which was awesome because you know usually at seven o'clock Nickelodeon turned into Nick at night, and that was bullshit the whole time. But, but like Snick Saturday night, <laughs> Nickelodeon had like Ariel monsters. Maybe are you afraid of the dark? Is that the show you're talking about? Are you afraid of the dark? I don't remember that theme song. No, no, I'm not talking about that. I'll get to I'll get to that. <laughs> I'm talking about my number three is the theme song to salute your shorts. Makes me want to fart. <laughs> it's I hope we never part. Get it right or pay the price. Oh man, the and uh, the names on the of the characters on that show were all pretty good too. You mean Donkey Lips? Yep. And Budnick. Budnick was good. I remember the storyline where Budnick and like the really popular pretty girl, like sort of started dating. It was yeah. a weird episode. It's a, it, yeah, it was kind of like a Breakfast Club kind of a thing. Yeah. I don't think that lasted, though. I think at the end of the episode, they realized they were, they were just too different. They're from two different worlds, man. They, ca- they can't make it work. They're, they're no Romeo and Juliet. No. But my favorite but part Romeo of and the Juliet be- couldn't make it work either. So They didn't, no. Uh, my favorite part of the theme song, um, but even I like it even more than the get it right or pay the price bit. It's um, near the end of it, Donkey Lips breaks a reel, a rod and reel, and he just goes, this thing came apart. <laughs> I'm laughing right now. It's brilliant. Uh. Oh, I would sing it from uh, all I know of it, but I'm pretty sure everyone just heard it anyway. So We run, we jump, we, we skip, skip and, and play. play. We, we row and go on trips. But the thing that <laughs> lasts forever... Are our dear friendships. Camp on Awana. We hold you in our hearts. And when we think about you, it makes me want to fart. <laughs> it's I hope we never part. Now get it right or pay the price. Oh, I don't really remember a lot about Now we will share oh, a on. lifetime of the fondest. Okay, fine. <laughs> 
Yes, everybody did just hear it. But it's worth singing again. It is. It's a good song. Like, like I said, it's not well put together like the rest of the songs on this list, but I think that's part of its charm. And it's so. performed by the cast, so, you know. Yeah. I, I don't and, remember a lot a, of the show. As a show, like, as a show being about a camp, like, it makes, it fits the show perfectly. Yep. Um, this, uh, Salute Your Shorts, not to be confused with Hey Dude. Also a really good theme song, I think. Uh, I don't think so. I think I listened to it, and it was sort of, like, super 90s. Yeah, it was super 90s, but, I don't know, think I, so There's no I. lyrics in it. How are you going to make a theme song without lyrics? What's wrong with you? Aren't there? Th- I thought they had lyrics. Ah, well, uh, maybe. I remember at the I end remember... they said, hey, dude. Yeah, I think that might have been it. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't freaking know. I did this research like three months ago when we were going to do this show. Well, you need to bone up on it again. <laughs> oh, okay. Let me. Are you going to bone up on it for me right now? I see you're working on your computer. No, I'm not going to nope. bone up on it now. Fine. Fine. Anyway, salute your shorts. I talked more about it, but I honestly don't remember much of that show. Yeah, there's not a whole lot to remember about that show. I don't think it lasted camp- very long. The counselor's last name was Lee, so they called him Ugg. Ha! I think I just got that joke right now. <laughs> nice. I think it was like last in the first memories. episode, like they kind of explain it. They call him Ugg throughout the whole show, but in the first episode, he's like, my name is Kevin Lee, and I'm your counselor. And I think Budnick goes like, Ugg Lee, Ugg Lee, Ugg Lee, and they, they all cheer. What's mean? Yeah, well, Budnick was the jerk. Yeah, but why are they cheering for him? Like, I feel like, why you gotta be so mean? <laughs> why like, you gotta, why you gotta be so mean? <laughs> like, why you gotta be so rude? <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, and then I remember there, like, was like the normal kid that was like kind of like ex- like who you were supposed to experience the show through. Mm-hmm. And he changed like three seasons in or something, like two or three seasons in. But like just changed like a different character? Different or... character, yeah. Was it this show or Hey Dude where um, I think it was Salute Your Shorts. I don't know. The shows are so similar. Right. But like they go um, like he's off to like he ha- something happens to the main character or one of the characters and they go like he's off to a better place. And they kind of imply that he died. And then everyone's like, oh, my God. And then, like, the counselor guy's just like, yeah, he went to this other camp. It's so much better there. That's probably Salute Your Shorts. But I don't remember that show. That, I don't either. It could work It could work in hey, hey Dude. I remember in Hey Dude, there was an episode where they tried to convince, one, like, one of the characters that he was shrinking. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do remember that one. Mm-hmm. But Hey Dude, I think, was a better show than Salute Your Shorts. But I do remember, but I, I liked the int- the song for uh, Salute Your Shorts way better. Yeah, that's clear. I mean, Hey Dude didn't even make it on my list, so clearly. Hey Dude, though, had um, Maureen McCormick. Oh, yeah. So that was worth she, watching for that. She married, that's the lady that married Ben Stiller, right? Yep. Yep. Totally She's a fine. It. She was a fine-looking lady when I was younger, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to say back then, because then it would be, like, creep, 
creepy 30 year old Blake's looking back on this little girl and thinking she's hot. I mean, when I was a kid, she was a okay looking lady. She's an okay looking lady now, too. Yeah, nothing wrong with big, her now. Big fan of her, just saying. Well, you don't like her now? You don't like her now? <laughs> What's the deal? <laughs> but, anyway, what are we anyway. done? Oh, my Twos? number two. Twos. Yeah. Um, my number two is, uh, well, I'm just going to say it. It's Malcolm in the Middle. Yes, no, maybe. I don't know. Can you repeat the question? You're not the boss of me now. You're not the boss of me now. You're not the boss of me now. And you're not so big. You're not the boss of me now. You're not the boss of me now. You're not the boss of me now. And you're not so big. Life is a but yeah, song by by they might be giants. They they might be. They might the, be the giants. It's it's still out. You know, jury's they, still out on them. They still not sure. Yeah, they might be giants. They might just be um, abnormally large people. I might have just been standing too close. I can't tell you for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, anyway. Because you're not yes, the boss no, of Yes, no. Yes, no. Maybe. I don't know. Can you repeat the question? You're not the boss of me now. You're not the boss of me now. You're not the boss of me now. And you're not so big. <gasps> you're not the boss of me now. You're not the boss of me now. You're not the boss of me now. And you're not so big. Life is Life unfair. Is unfair. <laughs> You know, there's an extended version of that. Yeah, there's. it's a full song. <laughs> it's a whole song. You know, what I remember whenever I think of that that show that and that theme is during, like, while the theme is being played, you know, there's just, like, they introduce you to all the it's standard theme song things yeah, where yeah, they yeah. just sh- show a bunch of the show. They show them watching TV, and I think it's Bret Hart throwing the sharpshooter on somebody in WCW. Yes. Yep. Totally. Mm-hmm. I mean, why they went with uh, WCW Bret Hart and not WWF Bret Hart, you know, I don't know. Because he didn't do anything in WCW. Nothing of importance anyway. Well, I mean, there was nothing of importance in WCW. He was still Bret that's, Hart. That's very true. I mean, everyone knows that WCW treated Bret Hart like crap. Well, so did WWE. Yeah, but... WWE, I'm saying, like, you know, the Montreal screw job, you know, everyone knows that. <laughs> uh, but, like, before that, he was actually, like, the champ. He was legitimately supposed to be one of, the, like, the biggest badasses, you know, on the roster. But then he moves over to WCW and he's, like, stuck in the mid card for however many years. I don't even know if they put him up top Here's before he got injured. Here's the Goldberg thing injured him and took him and ruined his career. You know that, right? I did not know that. that yeah. Upsets me. Goldberg ended Bret Hart's career. Fucker. Yeah. Fuck that guy. But he's still the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. That's very true. Except WCW or WWE keeps putting him out there after in his post stroke uh life and it's just kind of sad. Mm-hmm. He hasn't really recovered. Hey, we were talking about Malcolm hey, in the Middle. Were we? I was yeah. talking about wrestling. Okay, Malcolm in the Middle. 
Um, do you remember what the they called the geeks or like the smart kids in that show? I don't. They call them Krellboins. Yeah. I don't know what that means, where they got it I from. Think, I think that was like the name of the special class that they went to, maybe. Because hmm. the whole the whole part of the whole show starts out with Malcolm's like in class and he does something or something that gets him noticed by his teacher. And then he's put in sort of like that, like the nerdy, special, gifted yeah. class. <clears throat> and then that's what basically his story arc is. He actually like is a genius and he gets to go to college early, I think. And yep. Yeah, I don't know why they call him that. Uh, you know, you got to say who the dad was, man. Well, yeah, the dad was Brian Cranston. Right. And you know what he was recently in. This is before he broke bad. Yeah. I'm talking about Godzilla. He was in Godzilla. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what everybody you knows know, him for now. Which was which was bullshit because the previews for that movie made and the trailers made it look like he was the star. And I guess he dies in like the first act. Well, yeah. Spoilers. I mean, spoilers out there. <laughs> but fuck that movie. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for that input. <laughs> You're welcome. Anything else you want to say about Malcolm in the Middle? Um... I mean, there's a lot that I, I really liked about that show. I liked the brother, that there were four brothers. Yeah. And, and I liked, like, each of them individually. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like it was a really, like, realistic family dynamic they had in that show. Where the mom would, I mean, it was similar to my house, where the mom would was kind of overbearing. And, like, nobody yeah. listened to her until she yelled and screamed and then... <laughs> And Everybody like the whole house, is, whole house was constantly in chaos. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that reminds me of your house. Yep, pretty much. Yep. Um, what the, what was interesting and I always found thought was weird in that show was the older oldest brother was you know before the show even started was sent off to military school, school. Mm-hmm. and I think he rarely interacted with the rest of the cast except for over the phone. Right. Yeah, that is, is, is kind of weird that he... It's a strange dynamic. It is. There there were a few episodes, I think, where he made it home, and um, I this is another one of those shows where it, the longer it went on, the more I sort of trailed off, so I don't know if he sort of joined the rest of the cast towards the end. But I just remember, yeah, I just... Like, I really liked the character, but I just thought it was weird that he was, you know, sort of sectioned off from the rest of the show. I think he would make, make like, appearances where, like, he was in for a stretch and then would go and then come back and... Stuff yeah. like that. Because I remember there was part where, like, he was living at home and, like, almost he was thinking about getting married to a girl. And right, I think then she he was, moved to Alaska once. And yeah, I think that's where he met the girl. Well, he met a girl in Alaska. I remember that. That's possible. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I don't have much else to say about the show then. Okay. Except for, in the very last episode of the show. Uh huh. Um, Malcolm is like complaining to his parents like why do I have to do all this hard stuff why does Reese like get away with everything and why is Dewey like you know why why do you never like push him to do things and they're like sorry it's that's just what your role in life is and he's like what are you talking about and she's like do or like you know the, fir- the first one is the screw up the second one is like the troublemaker the third one is the one that you know, you went to college. You're going to grow up and become the president of the United States. And 
And like you, you're not. That's just what it's going to be. Like you, you were born with gifts, and you are going to have to work every day to prove it. And you don't get to live the life of luxury with no responsibility. That's Dewey. Uh, I have one more thing to say about the show. Okay. There's one episode where Reese sort of um, gives up all of his worldly possessions and he gives up his video games. And that's sacrilege for me. I was pissed off. Like, don't give up your shit, man. Not your video games. (laughs) Anything but the video games. All right. I just needed to get that off my chest. Okay. Good to know. All right, well, then what's your number two? All right, my uh, my number two is a story. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down, and I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. In West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground is where I spent most of my days. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool and all shooting some b-ball outside of the school. When a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got in one little fight and my mom got scared and said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. I whistled for a cab and when it came near, the license plate said, pressure it a dice in the mirror. If anything, I can say that this cab was rare, but I thought, man, forget it, yo, home to Bel Air. I pulled up to the house about seven or eight and I yelled to the cabbie, yo home, smell you later. Looked at my kingdom, I was finally there to sit on my throne as the Prince of Bel-Air. All about how my life got twisted upside down, so I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the Prince of a town called Bel-Air. In West Philadelphia, born and raised on a playground where I spend most of my days chilling out, maxing, relaxing all cool while shooting some b-ball outside of my school when a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got on one little fun and my mom got scared. She said, you move in with your auntie and uncle, Belair. I whistled for a cab and when it came near the lights, the place was fresh and there was dice in the mirror. If anything, I could say that this cab was rare, but I thought, nah, forget it, you hold it, Belair. I pulled up to a house about seven or eight, eight and yelled to this cab, you all smell you later. Looked at my kingdom, I was finally later. Sit on my throne as a prince of Belair. Okay, a couple of things. Okay. It's my life got flipped, turned upside down. What did I say? Twist. Twist uh, I always do that. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, fuck. And then you said, I think at the end you said yo ho instead of yo Holmes. Maybe. I don't think he said yo ho to Bel Air. <laughs> I always hear yo ho. You know, to me, <laughs> to me, the Fresh Prince is a pirate. Ah. <laughs> uh, so I yeah. I mean, most of that. Most of that show is about his quest for booty. So I'm... <laughs> that's a that's a pretty clever joke, Blake. Good good job. <laughs> Thanks, man. I think that name of this episode might be the quest for booty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excellent. I'm okay with that. <laughs> but yeah, so nobody actually like got famous off this show, though. I don't think. No, I don't think. I don't so. think anybody is like doing well, anything these days. I know Uncle Phil voiced the, the Shredder on the. That's Ninja a good point. He show. did do that. He did, yeah, he do, did that. do that. Um, anyone, um, else? I think, anyone else? I think Carlton anyone was on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, yeah. He's probably doing his dance. Yeah, he's probably the best one out of the group. Yeah. Did the, did the sister end up doing anything? I don't think so. Maybe some porn? No, I don't think so. I don't think she did porn. I think Hillary Banks, I think she sort of. She, I, I've seen her pop up once in a while. Uh, but nothing, anything in porn. Um, 
important. No, not important. <laughs> I don't think anyone did porn on that show. But this was actually what we were talking about earlier with the uh, the mom sort of disappeared, I think, at the end of the second season. Yeah, and they I'm brought sure. in a different one. Yep. And didn't say anything. They didn't say anything about that. Well, no, that that show was really good at breaking the fourth wall. It's true. So I, I, I think they might have done something like sort of sort of like a wink at the camera about it. I remember um, there is a season where um, the mom is pregnant and gives birth to a child and and they have a baby and then they take a season break and come back and the kid's like five years old. Mm hmm. And they, they definitely call out, make a call out to that. Because um, I think I think he come like the little kid comes in the room and Will's like, who the hell are you? And then he's <laughs> like, ah, and they do a whole thing. So nice. that, that, one of my favorite parts of that show is how they they do break the fourth wall. But it kind of makes it weird watching the show because you don't know how serious you're supposed to take it. Right. Yeah, it, it makes it more difficult to take the serious stuff serious. Mm hmm. Like, I don't know, there's one episode where, if anyone who hasn't watched the show, um, Will Smith's dad supposedly ran out on him, like, when he was a little kid. And so now he's, like, off in Bel Air. He's going to college. He's got a job working, like, in the cafeteria or something. And uh, his dad is just hanging out in the cafe. And, like, he's, you know, kind of shocked at first, but then they start hanging out. And then the dad's like, I'm a trucker now you want to come with me on my trip as I deliver this? And he's like, oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. So he's like all getting ready for his trip. And then his dad like uh, tells Uncle Phil that like, I'm out. I don't, I can't do this. I'm like, you tell the boy that I left because I don't want to do it. And Will Smith then like when he finally gets the news broken to him, probably one of the Best sort of scenes I think Will Smith did in the entire um, series, entire his, show, in, in his career, in entire career, yeah. <laughs> like like we said, nobody really made it out of that show with a career, so yeah, definitely not one of the highest paid male actors of all time. Of all time, definitely not that. Right? Yeah, no, I know. I know the scene you're talking about. It's good. Yeah, it is good. Because he's like, for, like he's kind of flippant about it at first. He's like, "Man, I don't need him. Like, I'll just hang out here." And then all of a sudden, he just and then he gets down and then he, he goes, gets angry. Then he gets angry. He's like, "You know what? I'm gonna show him. I'm gonna be better than he ever was." And then he's like, yeah. and then and then he just breaks down. He's like, "How come he didn't want me, man? Yeah, why don't he want me, man?" And then uh, Uncle Phil gives him wraps him in his big arms, gives him a big hug. It was pretty good. We'll miss you, Uncle Phil. Yeah, he passed away. That's sad. Yeah. Should we move on to number ones? I feel like there was one thing I was going to say about it. I think you said a lot about it. I did say a lot about the show. <laughs> All right, yeah, we can go on to number ones. All right, now this this one is a show I'm not sure everybody's going to be familiar with. Hmm. But it was one of my favorites of the time, and it was a show called Pete and Pete. Oh, 
another show from Nickelodeon. Did you right. watch that show ever? I did watch the show. I don't much remember the theme to it, though. It's a song called Hey Sandy by Polaris. And like I don't know him for anything other than this, so I don't think they like mm. got a lot of juice. I'll have to look into it after this. Yeah, I don't, it doesn't ring any bells. Yeah, I just really liked the song. I still listen to it just because I like found it on Spotify and sing a little bit of it to me. <laughs> hey, smiling strange, you're looking happily deranged. And then. The chorus just goes, ay, 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 hey, Sandy, ay, 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 ay. Yeah. Not really doing all, that kind of sounds familiar, but it doesn't ring any bells. Well, this show was maybe my favorite of the list here, just because, like, it was such a weird show. Like, the it was, like, a 13-year-old kid and, like, a 9-year-old kid. They were brothers. They were both named Pete. And the younger one had a big old, like, sailor tattoo of a woman on his forearm named Petunia. And, like, the whole, sh- the, the whole show was just weird. The, it was a weird show. Yeah. In the opening credits, they, like, introduced Pete and Pete. And they introduced the dad. And they introduced the mom. And they introduced mom's plate because she had a metal plate in her head. And oh, right. They had Artie, who was the strongest man in the world. But, like, he was just, like, the scrawny dude. A scrawny dude in, like, I think a red and blue striped shirt. Yep. And, like, red pants. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a really, really weird show. And I I really feel like I should find it, like, on Netflix or the DVDs and go through it again. Because I feel like I would appreciate that show even more now. Well, the thing about Artie was, like, I think for, like, he never did anything strong at all like they just said he was the strongest man in the world right and so you, i just always thought of it as just a joke like they're making a joke because he's so small but there's one episode where like like one of the Pete's gets in a fight with one of their friends and i think they were supposed to be neighbors or something and like Artie says something like he moved to their house like down the block and i'm like what <laughs> like he is, is he really supposed to be this strong like how did he move their house I remember there was an episode where, like, the guy that had a, uh, like, that handed out the guy that drove, like, the ice cream truck. He oh, yeah. had, like, a giant ice cream cone head thing. And, like, and they never like show the, him uh, out of it. They never show him out of it. So, like, as far as you know, like, the character is just wears that all the time. Mm-hmm. But, like, he doesn't show up on the first day of summer this year. And, like, they have to go find him, like, through, like, different states and stuff. They're on a hunt for him. I remember that too. Like, was it just one episode where he was missing, or was it sort of like a running thing? I think it was just the one episode. Mm. I remember there was one episode where there was this kid who was obsessed with like paper or something. Like, he called himself Paper Cuts or something like that. Yeah. And he, everybody would play um, paper, rock, paper, scissors. And whoever lost had to like do the thing where you'd slap two fingers on the inside of your arm. And he always went paper, and nobody would ever go scissors on him because like you just didn't cross him or whatever so everybody would play against him and lose until the younger pete played rock or played scissors instead of rock and that was a whole hullabaloo <laughs> i feel like like he he made like origami swords and stuff yeah yeah and like ninja stars yeah um what's what's interesting about that show is uh like nickelodeon 
like had a lot of like shorts that they sort of mm-hmm. ran in between shows and that's how this show actually got its start it was just mm-hmm. these two got like, pete and pete were just like doing like three minutes worth of stuff and it was you know it's not wasn't a full show then all of a sudden like one day they're just like all right half you got a half hour to do your thing and it would just confuse the crap out of me as a mm-hmm. kid because i didn't know how television works like, why do they have their whole own show now? I don't like this is half hour. This is a long yeah. break between commercials. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty much what I thought. It was like, this is a long commercial break. Like, what? <laughs> oh, that's like, what, what is I he doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's definitely a show like I want to find again. Um, Anyone wondering where um, the older Pete went? Um, he was in a movie called Slackers. Yes, he was. Where he wanted to create a um, colony of just men. <laughs> and, you know, they could have sex. You know, they can hang out and do guy stuff. You know, they can run, they can jump, they can hunt, they can fish. They can have sex, but it won't be gay. It won't <laughs> be gay. <laughs> he was so weird in that show. I think he talked to his penis in that movie too. Yeah, I don't. Wasn't that the show that um Donna from Seventy Show was also? Yeah, he was the she was the friend of who the main character was trying to get with. I think. Yeah. And they walk in on her masturbating, which at the time I saw the movie, I'm like, women don't masturbate. Ah, <laughs> uh, they, they they do. <laughs> they they've been known to yes. Oh, yeah. Had to do some research online. See if that's true. <laughs> I think there's plenty of uh, visual evidence of it being true. All right. Well, that's Pete and Pete. Not the porn part. Everything that came part. before. No, no, no. Actually, my favorite episode of Pete and Pete is uh, the younger Pete. Is he finds like in his underwear package? It says like inspected by number forty three. Oh yes, and he becomes like obsessed with who this guy is. So he like tracks the guy down, and then like is his idol all of a sudden. So like he, like the inspector forty three is like obsessed with doing everything perfectly in his life. I guess. Mm -hmm. And then after like Pete idolizes him, he starts doing the same thing and needs everything to be perfect. And then. Somehow they come into it. They get into a fight, and so they like, they put him through. They put Inspector Forty Three through the test of like everything has to be done perfectly. Like he parks perfectly six inches from the curb, and like he folds all of his socks perfectly. And then they're like, "Okay, now you got to eat some barbecue ribs." And so they give him some barbecue ribs, and he eats them. And at the end of it, Pete goes wet nap, and he goes, "Not necessary." And then everybody's like, "Oh." No wet nap after barbecued ribs? But you're supposed to need a, a napkin after that. Eating it perfectly is wrong. And that's that's how they got him. That's how they got him. Yeah. His and eyes also, open wide. And, <laughs> and he also um, stacked his bones in like a log cabin shape. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember this show. Uh, there was also an episode where um, in order for a young Pete to get his uh, uh, bedtime extended he needed to stay up for like two days straight or something I don't know I'm not going to get into it because 
know. It's a weird show. Check it out, though. It's a weird <laughs> show. Yeah. Look it up. So what's your number one? My number one, I feel like I'm kind of, I might be cheating a little bit in this show because it's actually from the 80s, but it's spent, it's like two and a half years in the 80s, two and a half years in the 90s. And I think we talked about it beforehand and we, we gave it the green light. Well, the thing is, is like, I remember it being a 90s show because like I didn't see it till the 90s. Yeah. And plus uh, in syndication, it was all 90s. So it's like I, I I picture it more of a 90s show. Yeah. And this is a show that because I was so young, I don't remember a lot of. But I do remember the theme song. Talk, the show I'm talking about is The Wonder Years. What would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song. I will try not to sing out of key. Oh, baby, how the theme song goes what would you do if i sang out of tune i'd start a podcast with you (laughs) Uh, you know know who sings that right uh who well it's a beatles song yeah but it's sung by joe cocker that version of it yeah that's that's the joe cocker version cocker i barely know her (laughs) <laughs> Zing! Oh man, uh, there's not another. There's not another word that or name that works better for that. It doesn't. Banger. I guess, but what, what, where would you say banger? <laughs> what? what? You, well, mm, I don't know. Is that even a real last name? <laughs> <laughs> banger? No, I don't think banger is a is the last name. I don't name. think so. Um, so if there are any show, bangers listening, send us an email. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hit us up on Twitter. Uh, so this show, um, I think most people remember it for the long internal narrative. Yeah, uh, of the of the main character. Of the main character. Um, and it, it's all told, and it takes place in the 50s, I believe. 50s going into the 60s, I think. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. And and I, it's just, it's all ter- told through uh, retrospectives. Um, like there's the narrator is like looking back on his life um, when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that's what, um, and people have started to, uh, I don't know if they started to, but th- there's this video online where you can see the show with the, um, the narration taken out. I think they cheated a little bit because like the whole part joke about it is, um, if you take silences. the narr- yeah, if you take the narration out, it's just the show's basically just people staring at each other for thirty minutes, and I think <laughs> they cheat. They cheat and they edit together just a lot of blank stares. And well, I think the thing is, is like there wouldn't be long blank stares if it wasn't him remembering it and its long internal monologues and stuff. 
Yeah. So it's like he's not remembering it perfectly, obviously. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, that's not. <laughs> I, I, I like, like I said, I don't remember a lot of the the show, but I remember his dad being an asshole, and his brother being a god, like a just an asshole as well. Like his mm-hmm. his dad was sort of just this emotionally stunted, you know, fifties guy who didn't really like. He was like the a man's man sort of thing. He didn't want his kids to grow up being babies and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. Like, I always thought of him as a jerk. Like, but I think if I look back on it now, I probably he probably would remind me a lot of my dad. Mm-hmm. I can and, see uh, that. His older, yeah, and his older brother was pretty much just Bo. <laughs> brother Bo. <laughs> yeah, I can so see that I too. Should, <laughs> I should probably watch that show now because I think it kind of lines up pretty well. Yeah. Winnie Cooper was my first, well, I think one of my first crushes. Yeah? Yeah. Who didn't? didn't fall in love with Winnie Cooper. How how could you not fall in love with how her? How could you not? Apparently and, now um, she's like like a got like a master's degree in math or maybe even she's a doctor or something like that, doctorate in that physics or something. Me. Yeah, PhD. Anyway. Anyway, the biggest myth surrounding this movie or not movie. Biggest so. myth surrounding this show is um uh Fred Savage's best friend in the show. There was a rumor that going around that he turned into Marilyn Manson. Not true, guys. It's not true. They look, you know, very similar. And it's just one of those things that is crazy enough that it has to be true. Yeah. But it's not. It's not true. It's Sorry. not true, guys. Sorry, guys. It's not. It's not. Just nope. You're going to have to come to terms with it. I remember eventually. when I, I remember it wasn't, wasn't until college that I discovered by somebody telling me that the guy who does the uh, narration, the grown-up voice of Fred Savage, is Daniel Stern, who you may remember as the tall guy in the Home Alone movies. He was the tall thief. Yeah. He's the guy that did the narration. Now, now yeah, now they put a face to the name. Or a, vo- a name to the voice. Yeah, there you a go. face to the There you go. face to the voice. There you go. A name and face to the voice. Yeah. Yeah. It works out. Mm-hmm. What I said works. It's fine. Yeah. That's the guy that did the voice. I wonder how much, like, I guess in that show, uh, him as a narrator, like, he was a big part of it because there's so much narration. So I kind of wonder how much he gets he gets paid. But, like, shows like uh, Arrested Development, um, th- there's a very strong narrator in there. Mm-hmm. Um by that director, um, Ron Howard. Ron Howard. Um, so, like, there's a lot of narration there. So he probably got a pretty good size check cut to him. But like, if you've ever seen the show, um, The Goldbergs, I know the show. I haven't seen it, but I know the one you're talking about. It's sort of uh, Patton Oswalt does uh, the voiceover in that. Sure. Um, and it's not. I don't think he does as much work as the other shows. Um, but I, I kind of just wonder how much they get paid because are they considered like a real cast member? Right. Is he invited to the parties? <laughs> I don't know. Bob Saget and How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, like he eventually, I think, as it went, did less and less too. Yeah. No, by anyway. that time it was like at the end of the show, it's like, well, he's only you know ten years away. He's not going to change. His voice isn't going to change that much. Yeah. As family guy says, he's not going to grow into Bob Saget. (laughs) 
Yeah, you probably should have just had Ted Mosby do the voiceovers. Like, just have him do an older voice. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, it probably doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I mean, it made, it would make sense if, like, in the present day, they would have cut to him and it looked like Bob Saget. Because then he's just <laughs> remembering himself looking like Ted Mosby. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is what I looked like and sounded like, all right? I was cooler than what you think I look like now kind of a thing. But And you just say Ted Mosby was cool? I think the whole point Ted of Mosby his character thinks was... thinks he's cool. <laughs> That's true. He thinks he's cool. <laughs> he thinks he's cool. Um I don't. I think people give him too much hate. Like he, um, oh, he's Marshall, the worst one in the show. That's the thing. It's like, yeah, he's outshining everybody else. I think Allison Hannigan's character gets pretty bad towards the end. Yeah, I can see it, but and um, Smolders. I don't really like her character either. Well, you know who they does? Just, Ted. Mm, Ted. He yeah. does. I I want to see what that alternative ending is. Alternative in ending. Alternative in. <laughs> alternative in ending. Uh, the alternative ending is that um, the mom and Robin and Ted all die, and the whole show is just um, what he's saying. Oh. <laughs> he's just making it up. I'm making it up. He's making it up. Anyway, so that's that's our list for the week. Hopefully. This show will become weekly again. We don't know. I mean, there's a chance of it. Not a good chance. No. It's well, hard do, to do, man. Yeah. Nash has to get off our fucking backs. Yeah, no shit. I'm just kidding. He's been okay guy. I haven't played video games with him in a while, though. Yeah. I, I haven't played time. video games with him at all. And Have I you bought, done anything with... Yeah. You I bought NHL Xbox. specifically mm-hmm. so that I could play with him. But Yeah, you told me, Blake, do not buy this game. I'm just getting it to play because I was going to get it too. And then we were all going to play, you know, Yeah, if you want to get it, you go ahead, I but I don't want you to feel obliged to it. <laughs> I, there, certain things have come up since then. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I understand yeah. how that goes. I, I think I have three games that I want to buy this year so far. So I need to pick and I need to pick and choose as, um, I guess another thing that's going on with me is I applied for a new job and I'm still waiting to hear back from that. And if I get it, I'm moving out to Seattle. Seattle. So, yeah, it's a and well, even if I get it, I might not take it. There's a whole lot of other um, mitigating circumstances. So it's yeah, a, moving uh, across the country isn't an easy thing to just do. Mm-hmm. Now, like I feel like moving to Seattle today. Well, let's do it. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. You know know what? We should just do it. Let's just do it. Like, like it's just like, oh, I should have, I want a donut. Like, yeah, just get a donut. (laughs) Let's stop being human beings and start being human doings. That sounds like a poop joke. Maybe. I found some human doings in this other room. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that does sound gross. (laughs) All right. Well, you think okay. we had a good high five this week? I think it was terrible. Oh. Nah, it was a good time. Well, here's the thing. is like this episode, like I just like caught up on the Batman on Fat Man podcast. Mm-hmm. And he finally, after 11 months of podcasting, got to interview Kevin Smith. And that's the whole basis of the show is his love of Kevin Smith. So right. I feel like 
we either need a goal on this show so we can work towards it. Okay. Or we should just like tell everybody to get off our nuts because like we're not getting paid for this. <laughs> our goal should be interviewing Kevin Smith because why the hell would it not be interviewing Kevin Smith? <laughs> it's a good point. It's a good point. Or we could interview the guy who uh, wrote Borderlands 2. Well, here's the His thing. It's like Jonathan Birch. We, should, we still could always start up my other podcast idea of uh, celebrities and Ghostbusters. Yeah. Where Just we, to ask people what they think of Ghostbusters. Yeah. And, but like, we'll have to like be really upfront with them. It's like, listen, we're not going to promote anything that you want promoted. That's not what the show is about. We just want to have you on to talk about Ghostbusters. We want we want to ask you three questions. <laughs> what do you think of Ghostbusters? What do you think of Ghostbusters 2? And what do you think of an all-female Ghostbusters 3? That's all we're going to do. No, no, no. We, we got to ask about the video game. If they played the video game, all that's right. a big thing. Which one Which one is your favorite? Yeah. If it's anything besides the 360 one, you're wrong. Oh, I thought you were saying, like, which movie? Oh. Or no. which Ghostbuster is your favorite? Hmm. Winston. Really? Did you see the epic rap battle of the Mythbusters versus Ghostbusters? Of course I saw that. That is friggin' it's I think it's my favorite one. Even more that, so than uh the Ninja Turtles versus Leonardo Donatello. Even, yeah, Raphael, even more that, that one's good. That one's good. But this one, oh man. If you haven't seen it, you should go watch it. You should. It's awesome. Yes. All right. Anyway, yeah, I anyway, watch all I, the epic epic rap. Battles. I think we were I think we were trying to end the show. Oh yeah, yeah. Bye everybody. <laughs> do we have an ending? I can't even remember. Yeah, if we, we have do an have ending. we we have an ending. Do but, your yeah. ending shtick. All right. Well, until next week, I'm Eric. And I'm Blake. And you've just been high fived. You didn't remember how the show ended? I it's been a while. It has been a while. Fair enough. Don't get on my nuts about it. Let's let's calm down on the nuts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, it's late. All right. Talk to you later, sir. Bye. Bye. Bye.